Welcome to episode 4 of the Disabled Life. My name is Leonard. I'm going to talk to you today about something I do to pass the time. A hobby of mine. I am an amateur radio operator. That is my hobby. I also am a proctor of amateur radio testing. I'm a volunteer examiner for the American Radio Relay League. I feel that the amateur radio is a good place for the disabled people to pass the time because you can meet people from all walks of life, including police officers, including paramedics, including firefighters, people that work in hospitals, people that work in IT. I am a dis- being a disabled person, I would have never met some of these good, good friends that I have. I do have some disabled friends, but that is few and far between because I look for common interest. I don't look for disability as a common interest. I look for just regular old interest. For example, I have a friend of mine that does amateur radio. I have another friend of mine that works, that volunteers and works, and some also that work in other organizations that I'm involved in. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to talk about that one. Back to amateur radio. It is very easy for a disabled person to take an amateur radio test. If you are, excuse me, if you have a disability, we have to accommodate to a point and within reason to get you the test. For example, if you're blind or in low vision, we can read you the test. But we cannot, I reiterate, we cannot uh, help you to do the test. We can read you the test, we can bubble for you if that's what you want, but we cannot give you any answers. Now, amateur radio is a good thing because it isn't hard to get into. All you need is one license. You don't have to move from there if you don't want to. You can stay where you want to. You can get into amateur radio for relatively inexpensively. It is a hobby that, like I say again, I feel that is good because you meet people from all walks of life. It doesn't matter what what they do. It just matters that there is a camaraderie between them. I have a friend of mine that also proctors the test at at the place where we go in Durham, in Durham, Florida. I'm gonna get him a chain place. He will. He is coming over to me one of these days to talk to us on 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 YouTube, which I'm also a YouTuber about what it's like to liaison between a club and the VEC. The VEC is our our, our body that that is accredited us to provide the test. This is a federal test. This test can only be given in Spanish, in English, sorry. The only exception to that is in Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico 
they speak Spanish ellos hablan español so that's the only reason why they can be issued a test in Spanish we're, we're not even allowed to translate the test we are just allowed to give the test as it is and then we can go on, we can go from there I I most I, I mostly enjoy giving giving the test to children because I love to see their expression when we tell them that they pass remember being a federal test it's a pass or fail I'm not going to tell you how long how many it is because I can but it's there's three different tests each test has a different set of, num- of letters of numbers I'm sorry so I'm going to give you my email address ke4key if you would like to contact me at the on email address to tell me make comments and tell me what do you guys do as hobbies what do you guys do to pass the time because it can get really boring oh I've had the pleasure of working for another organization during during the aftermath of a hurricane that was very very interesting very interesting because I was able to go out in the field and uh, interact with people and it was interesting because um, one uh, one person in particular that worked for the organization asked me what are you going to do I had my friends that were with me help me get into a nerve. I served meals out of a service window in the in the vehicle for hours and hours and hours and hours to the point where I was I was hurting. My thighs were hurting, my my arms were hurting because I had never used my muscles so much. So the moral, the moral to this podcast is that we as disabled people can be a contributing member of society. We don't have to be um, just receiving services. We can give services. I know for one because I was I've been on both sides of that. When I was receiving my therapy and now when I'm able to volunteer and assist the community during times of need. Another thing that I've that I've done in the past is I have I'm also badged by the county to go to the emergency operations center during an emergency and any other time that it is necessary. And we are we are authorized to run the amateur radio room for Miami Dade County EOC. So that takes a lot of doing. That takes a background check. That takes fingerprints to be get, take, given, taken. Luckily, nowadays, it's electronic. There's no ink involved. It is quick. But it, once again, you have to go to, to a building. And they, and they have to take your fingerprints. When I went there, I was the only disabled person. I went to the personnel office in downtown Miami, Florida. I was in there with librarians and a lot of other people that work there. 
I had to get a letter from in Aries Racing, the Aries officer, Aries Racing officer of Miami-Dade County, so they, like an instruction, so they would know exactly what to do and why I was there. With that, 70, with that, thank you for listening. (laughs)